Listener Production. Hello and welcome to another episode of Huh? Science Explained. Today, you've got me, Jacinta Bowler, a science journalist with Cosmos Magazine. Each week, twice a week, we answer life's questions, big or small. And this episode, we're gushing about blood types. Do you know your blood type? I got an A plus on my blood test. Just joking. I'm A positive. 32% of Australians share this blood type with me. But as we'll soon learn, this means I'm a chocolate sprinkled donut. Confused? I'll explain in a sec. This episode, we're also looking at why white skin makes our veins look blue, if blood type makes mosquitoes like some of us more than others, and how to do a Neanderthal blood transfusion. Okay, let's talk about donuts. One of the best ways to explain how blood types work is to use this circular treat. Just think about it. Blood cells around, donuts around, and just like a donut, most blood cells also have stuff on their surface. This stuff on the surface of blood cells are called antigens, which are markers that spot foreign substances in your body. For example, let's say that type A is a donut with chocolate icing on top. Type B might be strawberry. Now, type AB would have both chocolate and strawberry on it. What a combo. These icings are filling in for types of antigens. Funnily enough, these antigens are also made of sugar, called oligosaccharides. Type O, though, doesn't have either strawberry or chocolate. It's just a plain old donut. But there's also the second half of the blood type, the positive or negative. These are called rhesus or D antigens. If you're positive, you've got them, and if you're negative, you don't. Importantly, D antigens are completely separate from the A, B, or O antigens, and they can happily coexist together. In our donut analogy, this could be hundreds and thousands sprinkled on top of the donut for those of us that are positive. When a blood transfusion happens, any of these foreign toppings, or antigens, can cause alarm bells to go off in the immune system. This is why those with O negative, so that's no icing and no sprinkles, can give their blood to anyone. AB positive, on the other hand, that's strawberry and chocolate with sprinkles on top, can receive blood from anybody. They've already got all the toppings, so their immune system doesn't freak out. But more importantly, why do we even have blood types? Researchers aren't sure about this one, but they think it most likely has to do with malaria. People with type O blood are two-thirds less likely to develop malaria than people with other types of blood. In areas where there's lots of malaria, O-type blood is much more common. The proportions of A, B, and AB are less clear, but this might also have to do with diseases. People with type AB blood are more likely to get smallpox, salmonella, or E. coli infections. Those with type O blood are more likely to have cholera, plague, tuberculosis, and mumps. So really, the reason we have blood types is like most evolutionary adaptations, to ensure survival of the fittest. Let's take a quick arterial detour into veins. You might have wondered, why do veins on white people look so blue? If you were to go beneath the surface of the skin, you'd see that the veins are actually red, so it's nothing to do with the blood's colour. The idea that the blood is deoxygenated and that makes it blue is just an urban myth. 
In humans, blue veins are just an optical illusion because of the way that blue and red light travels. Blue light doesn't penetrate as far into tissue as red light. So when you see blue veins, your eyes are seeing more blue light reflected. The red light is partially absorbed by the blood. How cool! Okay, back to blood types. Did you know that your blood type could make you more vulnerable to norovirus? That's a type of stomach flu, and it is not fun at all. It'll put you under for around 24 hours, and it's pretty common in schools and cruises, anywhere where there's lots of people in a small space. So firstly, norovirus is quite the little infector. Scientists have discovered that you need as few as 10 viral particles to cause disease. But how does this relate to blood types? Well, oligosaccharide sugar types A, B, AB, and O aren't just on your blood cells. They're also located in your intestinal cells. When 10 or more norovirus particles invade, they can bind to certain types of oligosaccharide, but they can't attach to all of them equally. This means that your blood type could make you either more resistant or more susceptible to the virus. But here's the kicker. There's around 30 different strains of norovirus, and each one attaches to the types of oligosaccharides differently. In general, those that have B blood type tend to be more resistant, whereas people with A, AB, or O blood types tend to get more sick. Saying that, though, specific strains of norovirus can flip this on its head. So those of you out there that are type B, don't think you're invincible. What about mosquitoes? Can they tell a tasty meal from the flavour of your oligosaccharides? Luckily, no. Blood type does not affect how much you'll get bitten at a summer barbecue. But if you ask some researchers at Rockefeller University in the US, they'll tell you that the amount of carboxylic acid we secrete is to blame. In what seems like quite a fun study, the team got participants to wear nylon stockings on their arms to collect lots of skin odour samples. Then they introduced mosquitoes into an area with the stockings and got them to choose between two different samples. The team then noted the mosquito-chosen winner. Eight samples were part of this trial, and the team found that the winning sample, or I guess maybe it's the losing sample, was four times more attractive to mosquitoes than the next most attractive. The least attractive sample was a hundred times less attractive than the winner, which is a pretty crazy difference. Finally, how would you give a blood transfusion to a Neanderthal? This seemingly bonkers question was answered in a study published in 2021 by a team of French researchers. They found that Neanderthals could have any blood type combination. That could be A, B, AB, or O. This wasn't expected because chimps are all type A and gorillas are all type B. But despite this blood type bonanza, they also discovered that transfusing a Neanderthal with human blood would be a very bad idea. The D antigen types, so that's the positive and negatives, in three of the Neanderthals studied were an extremely rare type called rhesus plus incomplete. This variant has only ever been found in one Western Desert Indigenous Australian person. Because of this mismatched D antigen type, if a Neanderthal and a Homo sapiens were to mate, there's a 1 in 5 chance of producing a baby with hemolytic disease. That's a blood disorder caused when the blood types of a mother and baby are incompatible. So, if you see any Neanderthals, hope they aren't going to need a blood transfusion anytime soon. 
That's all the time we've got for today. But hopefully next time you're donating blood, you can tell your neighbour all about blood type donuts. For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out The Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app. And head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next time for another Huh? Science Explained.